Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed visiting with my friend Leonard Papania, uh, the, the Gumbo Fest coming up this weekend. What a great opportunity Saturday to enjoy some great gumbo and be part of sort of the judging of the combo, uh, gumbo for the for the Mayor's Cup and for the People's Choice, and also see that incredible campus there, um, Centennial Plaza. What they've done there is really, really special. And you know, this whole notion of shopping local—I can't emphasize that enough. I thought I thought that uh, Leonard said that well. And also, this notion of when you get into the holidays, this is the time to reflect and to not turn your head away from those who need who have needs especially the homeless community. So good to, good to catch up with him on that as well. So now we're going to shift gears and move over to my friend Hunter Dawkins. Glad to be coming back to him. He's the publisher and uh, chief executive officer for the Gazebo Gazette. And uh, he's in the, in the trenches doing local news on a daily basis. He, you, but you got to love what you do to do that kind of gig, and he's doing it well. So it's good to see you, Hunter. Thank you, Ricky. I appreciate you. You know, it's always a great honor to be on your show. And uh, actually, if you want my credentials this weekend, I'll judge your gumbo fest if, if, since you're going to be one of those people if you'd like. So, you know. <laughs> uh, good, good. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, look, Hunter, we're going to talk about the Saints. I'm not looking forward to talking about the Saints, to be honest with you. <laughs> and like I said on my conversation with uh, Jeff Duncan the other day, I looked around my little studio here and looked for a paper bag I could put on my head. But I think it's pretty certified now that they're going they're not going to have a good season. The team's just not very good. And there's a lot of work to be done, especially at quarterback, et cetera. And a lot, lot of these decisions are going to be long-term decisions. But we'll come back to that in just a second. How are things going for you just in general and your local news gathering efforts? Everything's uh, getting towards the holidays. You know, uh, Obviously, as you know, uh, Ricky, that there's quite a bunch of Thanksgiving material. Black Friday's coming up. Everybody's uh, really kind of conglomerating their material right now for uh, for Black Friday and also uh, Christmas in the past is a huge event every year probably one of the if not the biggest one of the biggest events for Pastor Christian the sea celebration in Long Beach with a boat it's, it's a really big deal it's become a really big deal thank you for for Mayor Bass you know really proponing and pushing that to the level and uh there's a lot of things right downtown you know the first really the first week of december and also the last week of november it's just that push for for holiday movement you know that, again we and that's something that leonard and i talked about in the last segment and you get to see this in your role uh as a as a local news person but each community has its own unique sense of place and the way that christmas kind of plays out each has its own little take on it. And people, you know, this whole notion of shopping local, I can't emphasize it enough, but, but you know, what, what, not only are you putting your money into the local economy and helping artists and local shops and all of that, but you're doing yourself a justice by maybe visiting downtown Pastor Gula, or excuse me, Pastor Christian, or Pastor Gula for that matter, or, or Long Beach, or Bay St. Louis, or Waveland, to go visit those communities and see for yourself the incredible uh, talented artists and and local shops that that are there 
Uh, you would do yourself a justice to go take a look at it. it would, you would be an enjoyable day to go walk those communities. But uh, you said you talked about Christmas in the past. They take that kind of stuff seriously, and you have people coming from all over to to enjoy that, don't you? Absolutely. And next to Mardi Gras, it's one of the biggest tourist events, and I know how how important that is for you as being uh, on the tourism board and being really instrumental on everything in tourism on the coast, uh, how important things like celebrations like that. Um, this last weekend, there was mermaids and arts in Bay St. Louis, uh, and even on the uh, fairgrounds of Harrison County, you had the Scottish uh, Highlands and Celtic Music Festival, and it was all those kind of little details, little events. It's really helped building up the coast, and uh, and you're certainly doing a great job of being a proponent here on the radio for that. So, well, it's uh, it's important, and it's what makes this such a great place to live, work, and play. And that's why so many people come here from all over. That's why real estate prices are doing really well because people want to live here. The demand is high. And, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, I've said this all along that during the pandemic, a lot of money was kind of sitting on the sideline and people who, you know, companies that had may have to make decisions about where they're going to invest their money. They've reevaluated that and they're looking at places like coastal Mississippi is what now the most affordable beach community in the United States. When they, they think about things like that, it creates real opportunities for us. They like the fact that we're a collection of communities here in coastal Mississippi that make this economic engine we call coast of mississippi but it's uh it's special and things are happening here and just because we're getting to the cool month doesn't mean anything's going to slow down in fact because of christmas things are going to heat up and that sense of place is going to play out in different ways in each of those communities but how's business for you everything's going well i mean the advertisement is going to start coming in generally uh it's been the almost the the rule and i'm sure you're aware of that to uh, around right before the uh, Black Friday and then all the way generally until uh, the New Year's. So people are interested in getting their name out there and putting things out. I've had a couple of local businesses really interested in a couple of new ones that are that are pushing. And I've, of course, got to do my job and go out and reach out to, to several people that are new businesses that you know really are going to be interested not only in Christmas in the past, but as far as in Long Beach and everywhere else, and in Gulfport. I've had a few friends in Gulfport that are more enough than interested in being a part of the being a part of this holiday season. Yeah. Listen, you're you may be, as we talked about before, you may be the only local journalist who is uh, regularly covering the Saints that go to games and and pay attention to the uh, the teleconferences that happen during the week for press availability and all that. You, you may be the only ones. I, I know there are others that are doing it from time to time, a, but you're doing it yeah. on a weekly basis. Yes, sir. I, I do have to, to give a shout out to, to my good friend at WXXV, Jeff Hager, who does show up to the games and who is trying to, to talk with me about, you know, what's going on, not only with the, the Saints, but now the Pelicans season yeah. has also began. And I've, I've got a good good friendship with the Pelican staff, and, and I've been able to go to some games and, of course, seeing the amazing talent they have with Zion Williamson and, uh, and the McCollum and Ingram that have brought things back and really going to make this a successful basketball team. And, you know, what's, what's unbelievable about that, Ricky, is how 
I didn't realize how many people from the Gulf Coast are flocking to that game and how they are using uh, certain groups like the Keesler Air, Air Force National Guard uh, or the, uh, I guess, the Color Guard, not the, yeah, not right, not the right. mm-hmm. Color Guard to do their introduction and national anthem and all that. And so, and I think people need to, I think it is more attractive that opportunity, especially as well as they've been playing uh, people just to show up and the, the tickets there are really, really inexpensive. So, Hey, you know, what's interesting. I go back to my time when I became the publisher of the times picayune and NOLA.com and then president of the NOLA media group, we made a lot of uh, changes that, that got off a lot of attention. People now look back on it. They realize that, my company was very progressive and really understood that digital was going to create big-time challenges for print. You and I have talked about that in the past. But at one point, I had a meeting yeah. with both uh, Gail and Tom Benson and uh, Mickey Loomis and Dean Lashout, yeah. president of the Saints organization. And uh, we sat and talked for an hour or two just about our changes. But one of the things that Mickey said to me during the meeting, and Dean, Dean seconded this, yeah. that they're actually trying something that's not been tried before. That the same ownership group owning both a professional basketball team and a professional football team. Later, uh, Mickey and I walked out onto his balcony that overlooks the, the the outdoor training facility for the Saints, and we talked about how different it was to to manage uh, to manage the basketball professional basketball t- team and manage a professional football team because he had been in the, you know the, managing. The, the football side for such a long time. And he said, you know, truthfully, what we're doing is risky too. It's, you know, what we're doing, it, we haven't proven that it's going to work either. So, you know, I have to admire, he said to me, any company that's focused on their strategic future and trying to do what's necessary in order to save their business. And, you know, we've got, we've got to prove it too. One of the interesting things about the difference between the two is that in the NFL, you have all this revenue sharing between cities. So, you know, a city like New Orleans or Green Bay and other small cities have an opportunity to succeed where well, you don't have revenue sure. sharing on the professional basketball team yeah, but course. you think about what they've done to cobble together this team and get and keep zion williamson here even after it was rumored he wasn't going to stay and now he comes back healthy after that really very difficult uh injury that he had to get over on his foot this team is going to win, buddy. I'm excited about the the Pelicans. Well, and I have, you know, Ricky. I will tell you one of the one of the smartest moves that was made by Gail Benson and Mickey Loomis. Uh, both was getting David Griffin, vice vice president of operations for the, the, the uh, Pelicans, and David Griffin knows Mickey and and Miss Benson could both tell right off the bat that he knew what was going on. He structured the team in the right way. Even with Zion out all last year, they had an unbelievable season. They, and they, they started off 0 Yeah, they built, this, they built this great supporting team. And Zion now coming exactly. back. And they're still getting their chemistry together. But it's clear that the culture to win is there. When we come back on the other side, we'll talk about how the culture to win is not there for the Saints. We'll see you after this. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to uh, to Coast View. I really enjoy visiting with Hunter Dawkins, and you know I never know where the conversation is going to go. It's so interesting. You know, we thought we were going to have a winner in the Saints, and that maybe the Pelicans would still, you know, maybe 
struggle for a year or two, but man, they put it together and the Saints are the ones that's gonna have a struggle. But I go back to my conversations with Jeff Duncan at the beginning of, you know, just before the season started, and you and I alluded to this the last time we talked, but we thought we were gonna have one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. And that all we had to do at a quarterback is manage the game. And and it, the whole thing has kind of fell apart. Now some of, you can say that it's you know some of these key injuries have hurt us, and that's true. It has. Every team has to deal with that. And something's just missing. There's there's a, there's a, there's a culture of winning that has left the building. And what are you hearing from folks, uh, Hunter? Well, and you know one of the great things that when I go up to the credentials in the press box is I sit next to. Uh, Two really outstanding gentlemen, uh, Marco Garcia, who is the Spanish broadcaster who's been in the Hall of Fame. He did that, uh, covered the Saints for over 20 years, and uh, Cesar Munoz. And both of these guys are just very telling about the different different psyches, the different winning culture and things. And, and one of the things I've really gotten from both of them was that it's it's this whole idea of where is it coming from the top? All the leader, all of the what happens, all the methods that come from the game, it comes from the top on the field. And and I, I've questioned, you know, and they they of course them and one of my good friends also with Sports Illustrated, Kyle Mosley, who I sit next to pretty much every other game. He's telling me, he said, look, this, this has got to be from the coaching has to adjust just as much as the players adjust. And the injury bug isn't just hurting the team from the structure on the field. The coaching, they have to be able to adjust to this. And and even though that's pretty much hush-hush a lot of times, I have to, to tend to agree. Um, and it's Dennis Allen has been put in some tough situations before in the past, and, you know, his – experience with the Raiders kind of similar aspects but we you know right now one of the best things for us is that our division is pretty weak and we still have an opportunity because I guarantee whoever wins that division the southern division the NFC is going to be eight and nine or nine and eight and so yeah you know yes yeah, it's just tough I think Dennis Allen is struggling I, I I miss the fire that Sean Payton had on the sidelines when Things weren't going well. I don't see that coming out of Dennis Allen. I don't see it coming out of Pete Carmichael. And, you know, we got to remind ourselves that Pete Carmichael took his name out of the running to be the offensive coordinator, and they've, they've basically convinced him to be it because they wanted to keep the continuity. But as a leader, when you don't have fire in your eyes to want to do the job and have to be talked into doing the job, to me, that's a sign. So, you know, the chemistry on the coaching staff seems to be an issue. And it's going to be interesting to see how how we do with this. I, I definitely think that uh, they knew something when they when they tried to uh, go after Watson and and change the quarterback situation. I think that was a sign they knew they had some big time challenges here in the future for quarterback, sure. and it just hasn't worked out that well. Well, and I, I certainly agree with that. But also, too, I'm kind of been you know my idea of kind of where they're going because you know we use Taysom for one week and he has one of the most unbelievable performances and we haven't used him since then and it's it's kind of it's not something that you know I'm playing back backwards quarterback but you know I mean it's 
it, you know, you have to find out, you know, I watch game film just as much. I know, not as much as them, but I watch game film pretty regularly, other teams and their performances. And I'm literally trying to figure out what, what are they seeing that I'm not? And, you know, wh- why are we doing this and why we're doing that? And a lot of the, the strategies and the schemes that have been happening, I just, I question, I'm not saying that, that I could make a decision better. You know, that's one of the reasons I'm not the head, the head football coach or the coordinator of them. But I just want to be able to understand. And well, I you see, he, you know, the statistics are pretty strong. Even though this past game, Taysom was stopped on the few times that he got to play. But the reality is when he plays a certain number of, of, uh, of downs, this teams have a ten- the team has a tendency to do way better. I mean, their overall sure, performance sure. is really strong. So they're, they're not getting our stars into it as much as they need to. And maybe some of that's got to do with protection and, you know, the fact that you know, our quarterback's under so such duress so often. Well, and the, the defensive, you know, you and I spoke about the defense earlier on. I think they're getting somewhat of a bad rap because – of the positions they're being put in and yeah. uh, from the amount of turnovers, the amount of penalties, things as such. I'm not necessarily saying that they shouldn't improve because that's very obvious that they should, but I think they're getting a bad rap in a lot of cases and a lot of scenarios. Yeah, the offense is just flat struggling, just absolutely struggling. I, I look forward to chatting with my friend Jeff Duncan on Friday to see you know, what his latest thoughts are. But it's not good, man. The team's not good right now. Can they turn it around? Well, you know, they needed to do that several games ago. Can they still do it? I guess they could. But, you know, the test of Dennis Allen's leadership will be how he handles this extraordinary adversity. And changes need to be made. And we'll see if he can deal with it. But anyway, Hunter, great to catch up with you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Hey, it's always great. And I appreciate you. Uh, would like to talk, just let me know. You bet. You bet. This has been Hunter Dawkins from the Gazebo Gazette. We will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.